Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. And if you've ever used Tinder, I mean, maybe some of you have and maybe you haven't. Um, you know, it, it can be a, a, a strange, interesting platform. And a lot of people will say it might just be for kind of hookups and other dating sites or just kind of for hookups. But people have found fiancés and husbands and wives and partners and a whole lot from using these dating apps. But we talked about this recently, um, getting into a heated debate about when is the perfect time to delete said app so if you meet somebody on tinder you both have tinder and you start seeing each other you start dating when do you when do you kind of come to that agreement when you're like we we both don't have that anymore uh we should both delete that now i thought it was like three months was a reasonable amount of time to be dating someone before you kind of make the big commitment to cut yourself off from everyone else but Sasha, you did not seem to agree no i think it should be about two weeks now this is what i read from a few different people online that you know the two week mark is when you kind of know whether you're going to continue on with the one person or you're going to keep dating other people so yeah i think even slightly before that i'm gonna say 10 days <laughs> And then yeah. after 20 days, there's a ring on the finger. If there isn't a ring on the finger, you might as well just give up. There's just no point to, at all. You have to feel special. Um, okay, so you can you can let us know how long you think you should um, go dating someone before you de- the app, uh, delete the app, I should say. 0876797104. Uh, some people who've looked in this a little bit more in-depth than us. Uh, joining us now from the Arizona State University, her role exploring how technology is impacting on your dating and on your relationships. She has a fancy PhD. Liesl Sharibi, how are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, not doing too bad. So you were, were asking the question, basically, of when exactly do you delete this app if you've been using it? And how and did you go about investigating this? And what was the answer that you came to? Yeah, so we conducted a study. We had just over 200 online daters. Many of them used Tinder, as you were talking about. And something that we found is that a lot of people were looking for commitment, which, you know, that's open to debate, right? What are people actually hmm. trying to get out of an app like Tinder? A lot of them were looking for commitment, but they were also reluctant to delete, which shows that people, you know, they kind of hesitate knowing when it's time to call it quits and commit to just one person. So we asked people when they would do this. And something that was interesting is that their responses were just kind of all over the board. So some people said that they would delete just a couple of dates in right after meeting somebody. Some people said that they 
would develop like workarounds. They would do things like deactivating or hiding a profile mm. without actually deleting the app. And then there were some people who said that they just wouldn't do it. Like, they would never actually get rid of it. So there wasn't a lot of consensus, I guess, in the answers that people gave us. Now, if people don't delete the app altogether, does that mean that they're not committing themselves to the relationship? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, just because they don't delete, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're still on there looking for somebody. Some people said that they wanted to keep the app just in case things go south, because with a relationship, I mean, you might have high expectations, but ultimately you never know how it's going to turn out. So for some of these people, it might not even be that they have bad intentions or they plan on continuing to date around. They just might want to have that backup just in case things don't work out the way that they hope. Is there any kind of argument with this from a purely technological point of view? Because you hear about the apps being designed to be sort of addictive and things like that. Is there an argument that mm-hmm. not necessarily it's the relationship but or it's the technology that's keeping them hooked? Yeah, and you know, in some ways, the technology might not be helping because anybody who's used a dating site or an app probably knows that they'll do things like sending you push notifications and they'll send you email notifications letting you know that people are looking at your profile and that other people are out there who want to talk to you, which is great when you first sign up because it gets you engaged and gets you involved, wanting to log in. But when you start meeting people and you start trying to think like, hey, is this somebody I could see myself with? Then it becomes a little trickier that you're getting these notifications, like something better might still be out there that you haven't seen yet. So in that sense, yeah, I I think that the technology could be contributing to that. Yeah, because obviously they want you to spend more time on their app. That's how they're going to be obviously making their money and getting the the word out there. They they don't have a process of, you know, they don't have a built-in process. If you match with someone, they don't follow up and go, hey, did your first date go okay and then are you serious and then it auto deletes after six months maybe that could be something they'd look no they'd never look at that but yeah i just imagine it's kind of getting a little, little bit addictive for for people to um to use yeah and i could see that i mean that's part of the fun of using a dating app or using something like tinder is that you get to shop around and you get to try to date a lot of people but it gets harder when you start to think about whether it's time to settle down with just one see that's the thing i don't know if you found anything else while you were doing study like this that when it comes to dating apps are you not always conditioned to think that there's better out there yeah and I think I mean there's research showing that people have a hard time choosing just in any kind of environment where there are lots of options and so online dating would be no exception to that when you have a lot of choices it can kind of make it feel like you're settling when you pick one um, and it can make it harder for people to make that decision and feel good about it so it's like you have all of these endless options you have all of these people you could date and that's really great and that's one of the benefits of dating apps but then yeah it's harder in trying to make that final decision I I wonder like longitudinally if you were to look at the launch of Tinder and other apps and then maybe five or ten years down the line the rate of increases in divorces whether it goes up or down precisely for that reason where people are just kind of always in the back of their mind going there's literally four billion other men out there I could have and just that idea niggling the way at the back of their head causes maybe that you know you don't bond or you don't work on the relationship as much because you're like listen I I have other options here pal see you later and that's something that we're hoping to look at that's a really interesting question because you would have to think that perhaps people might find it a little easier to bail on a relationship that isn't working out because they know it's so easy 
to find something better. It's not like it was 20 years ago when you had to kind of wait and hope that you would find the right person. You can be so much more active in that process now. Yeah, how are you finding the difference between people on dating apps and people that kind of meet in person? Like, is there a higher percentage of people cheating on their partners? You know, now so many people use dating sites and apps that when you're looking at people who are single and who are dating, I would argue that it's in some ways almost harder to find people that aren't on them. So it's become, I mean, it's really become mainstream, especially in the past couple of years with Tinder. But again, in our study, like we found that people were looking to commit. Um, they desired commitment. It's just kind of, I think, working out that final stage of, okay, when is it time for me to leave? That is a struggle for some people. Remember having this conversation with somebody before because I've never been on a dating app myself. Cormac did it as an experiment a, a while back, but someone said to me, You're, you'll never find someone though. If you don't go on a dating app in 2020, you will be single forever. Yeah. And it makes me, I mean, I don't have any research to back this up, but it definitely makes me wonder, like, are people less likely to approach somebody now? because they have the dating apps. Like if I know I can go on Tinder and swipe around later, why put myself on the line to actually go up and approach somebody in a bar or at the grocery store? You know, because rejection is uncomfortable for people. It makes me wonder if perhaps people are a little less willing to put themselves out there in person. I don't know if that's the case, but it's a question that I definitely have. Going to say so, yeah, because on the one hand, exactly that, you don't have to be that uncomfortable and there's some sort of protection from your phone where the rejection's nearly numbed down a little bit because it's not someone looking at you like you've seven heads in a bar going get away from me you freak and you're like okay fine thank you but um, you didn't see when it came to deleting apps off phones I know you said the results were all over the place uh, you know if you're mm-hmm. starting to date someone and after it, some people said a couple of days some people said a couple of weeks was there any difference between like men or women between the length of time before they would delete the app? Yeah so in terms of gender differences um, we didn't really look at that in asking when they would consider deleting. Um, And so, yes, I'm not really sure. But one thing that I will add with the question of when people delete is that when you look at the largest category in our responses, most people said that it would have to do with being committed to a partner. So even though we had a lot of variation in in the answers that people gave us, a lot of people said that they took that as a, a big step, a sign that they were committing to somebody when they actually reached that milestone. Now, if you were to meet somebody on Tinder and you thought it was going well, when should you ask them to delete the app? Or should you ever approach somebody and tell them, look, I've deleted it, you should now as well? Yeah, and so that's one of the implications, I think, of a study like this is that because there was this variability, it suggests to us that partners might not be on the same page. So you might think that after a couple of dates, you should be deleting the app. Your partner might not agree with that. So I think it's important to have that conversation and talk about expectations. So when you see them on a dating app, maybe in a couple of months, you know, that's not such a big surprise because it's clear that people do have different timelines for when they think it's appropriate or even expected that you would do this. You don't know off the top of your head what was the longest someone said they would keep the app after dating someone or starting to date someone? Some people said that they would wait until they were engaged, until they were married. Um, They would see the relationship entirely through. Some people said they would never do it, that they had no intention to delete. 
So, yeah, and some people were definitely committed to staying in that dating pool. Oh, and that it's is... also very easy to say you have deleted it if you haven't. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, God, see you, bye. But I just imagine the proposals of the future, especially for those people who said, I'll leave it to the engagement. They won't be buying a ring. It'll be getting down on one knee and bringing your phone out and deleting the app and going, I did this for you, honey. We're now engaged. This is amazing. My God. So uh, maybe, yeah, we're getting a little bit superficial and shallow. But um, listen, thanks a million for speaking to us this evening anyway it is interesting research and I said you're probably going to be busy over the next few years continually looking at the impact that tech has on the, the modern world is there anywhere you would recommend uh, people can read more your articles and more your research yeah um, they can go to my website lieselstrabi.com I have some some links to my articles up there also they're available for download if you just search them online thanks a million for speaking with us here on uh, FM104 we'll chat you again soon alright thank you Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.